It's All Things 805, and we are connecting community, culture, and climate of Ventura County and beyond. I'm your host, Miss Alanette, and um, this show is part of the Alanette work. Wherever, however, whenever, wherever you are listening right now, you are appreciated. And this show, being part of the Allen Network, is also available as a podcast. So if you uh, need to come back to this episode or you would like to share this episode with someone or go back and listen to past episodes of All Things 805, you can do that on my podcast. It's called The Allen Network. A-L-Y-N-E-T-T-E work you can look for that on spotify apple Podcasts, or go to www.anchor.fm forward slash allen network and you can see all the different places that the allen network podcast is available all the different streaming platforms as well as the past episodes of all things 805 again thank you for tuning in today we have a great show for you um i have an every person every woman on the show with me today um her name is genevieve Flores Harrow, and she's the associate director of MyCop, a nonprofit here in Ventura County. Not only that, she is a board member for Diversity Collective. Also, she's the president of 805 UndocuFund and a volunteer for Planned Parenthood. So she is very involved in the community. I'm having them on the show today because they came to talk about a fundraiser that they are doing for MyCop. It's a backpack giveaway that they do every year. So they're fundraising for that right now. So they came on the show to uh, talk about that. However, there's so many other things that we have to go over and talk about what Genevieve is doing in the community. This is a person that this show is made for. Someone who is super active in the community and spends all their time giving back to where they came from. So Genevieve is coming up on All Things 805. Also in the 805 Artist Spotlight, I will give you Sapia Tone Music Collective. And they are a group of surf rockers. (laughs) Um, They play surf rock music. So we will have them on the show. It's a father, his two sons, and a friend. I guess their adopted son or uncle (laughs) is going to be on the show today. And um, so keep it right here for that. Of course, I will have your All Things 805 community calendar of events, and we will play some 805 local music from Sapia Tone. All of that and more is on the way. But up next, let's get into it with my interview with Genevieve Flores Haro. She's an associate director of my cop that's next on all things 805 in studio with me right now i have this woman excuse me are you yes she her uh she they she they okay they are in studio with me right now and every person and every woman every man doing it all um genevieve flores haro hello hi okay so you have many many jobs in the community like you're the person that this show is for basically people that are doing work in the community so let's start at the top you are the associate director of my cop 
first and foremost, since there is so many things to talk about, I, I got sidetracked. But the first thing is, is I want to, to tell people who you are from your own point of view and share with the people that are listening to All Things 805, who is Genevieve? That's a very good question. Mm-hmm. I think I, I wake up every morning and ask myself <laughs> the same thing. Um, but yeah, I think the short of it is, um, so I'm, I'm Genevieve. I I'm from Oxnard. I grew up in Oxnard. Uh, grew up in a family, uh, bicultural, um, not necessarily bilingual, but definitely bicultural, um, Mexican-American family. My, my dad's an immigrant from Mexico. My mom's a couple generations, um, but her family's also from Mexico. And uh, I've got two younger brothers, and, and we all grew up in Oxnard. Um, and so went to public school in Oxnard, uh, went off to college. Not in public school. I went to USC, went to private school. Very nice. Oh, thank you, thank you. There, there's, a, there's a whole story behind that. Like, I just, from a young age, my my family or my parents would take us to the Science Center, which is right across from USC. Yes. And so that every trip, that every summer, that was our trip. And we'd also stop by the campus. And so I felt like I was a little inception from, like, a young age to go to USC. You needed to be a Trojan. I needed to be a Trojan. And I never knew why. And so then I went, I got accepted, graduated. And then the weekend of my graduation, my dad tells the story about how, you know, he came from Mexico. He wanted to be an engineer and that USC was his dream school. But because he was first generation, nobody could guide him. He didn't know how to get into USC. So he ended up not going. Mm. And so, like, that's why I went. I was like living literally my father's He's dream. He's living and I was vicariously like, through you. Yes. You held on to this for my whole life. <laughs> the, the weekend I graduate, like... But how proud he must have been. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think he was more stoked when I got the letter. Yeah. All those years ago, it's been a long time. Um, so yeah, I went to college. Um, my first uh, graduated, first job at a college was a congressional race out in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd never thought about going into policy. I mentioned my parents are educators. I thought I was going to be a teacher. Um, But that job actually kind of like struck something in me about the importance of the intersection of politics and and everyday lives, Mm. Um, because for that particular uh, campaign, that congressional race, you had tons of people coming in and volunteering their time. And I'm one of those people that I think time is the most valuable thing we can give. Oh, for sure. And so to have like these elderly men and elderly women like on the phone calling voters, like turning out the vote for this candidate. Um, and we'd ask them like, oh, what brought you in today? And they would say stuff like the congresswoman saved my home or the congresswoman reinstated my veterans benefits or I was able to get my tax. Like just these like things that like, you know, maybe we don't have to deal with these agencies, but to know that this person's office made that difference. Right. I was like, oh, like that's really cool. You so really I- saw policy at work uh-huh yeah and then that like circle of then they're going to give their time mm-hmm. so then i was just like oh i don't know what i'm going to do still thinking about it it was the recession so like nobody was hiring <laughs> so yeah i was remember a, that time oh yeah <laughs> the dark ages <laughs> and uh yeah i was a substitute teacher over at pacifica high school which was funny because i was 20 at the time mm. and so like the <laughs> the security guards are just like where's the sub and you know i'd raise my hand uh-huh. and they wouldn't believe me and then the students would be like that's miss flores like she's our sub and yeah then they'd let me in bumped around a couple of times like different jobs was a paraeducator with special needs kids um and then went back to school, got my master's also at USC and then landed at uh, Congresswoman Julia Brownlee's office. Mm. And so I was there for a couple years doing um, casework. So veterans benefits, social security benefits, um, visas, whatnot. And then um, this position came up with the Misteco Indigena Community Organizing Project. And I was like, you know what? My master's in, is in nonprofit management. Like mm. I want to get back to nonprofits. And so I applied and, you know, after two rounds of interviews. I I never it. even knew that nonprofit management was a 
degree you could get. Yeah, so it's a master's in public administration. Mm. And so the emphasis, um, they call it uh, public leadership. So it's a combination like local government and nonprofit management. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> that's how we got here. <laughs> right. In studio with Genevieve Flores Haro. She's associate director of MyCop. It's a nonprofit. It's been around for 21 years. So tell me about this nonprofit that you work for. Yeah, so um, MyCop is short for the Misteco Indigena Community Organizing Project. And we were founded in 2001 by a nurse practitioner in one of the local clinics in Oxnard to um, really support and provide services for the indigenous migrant um, community. And so when we say indigenous migrant, we're talking about folks indigenous to Mexico, indigenous to southern Mexico in particular. Um, I think there's a lot of folks who think that everyone from Mexico speaks Spanish, and that's not the case. There's actually over 68 different indigenous nations in Mexico. And here on the Central Coast, um, a lot of those communities come and, and they, they live here. Um, they're actually pushed out of their of their communities um, due to climate impacts, soil erosion, mm. mining, um, oil. Mm. They get pushed out of their communities and, and you know they're here on the Central Coast. Um, and a lot of them work in agriculture. So oh. if you think about farm workers, um, about more than half of farm workers are indigenous and they speak their indigenous languages like Mixteco or Zapoteco or Purepecha. So our org was founded back then. One of the first things we did was a diaper and food distribution. Mm. And since then, we've grown to an org where we have over 19 different programs. That, they touch on direct to service, uh, community organizing, policy advocacy. Um, we even have our own radio station. Mm. So, yeah, in a nutshell, that's that's who, who my cup is. We serve about... 15,000 people annually, and we have offices in Oxnard, Santa Maria, and we have some staff up in Paso Robles. So uh, tell me about some of the programming that MyCop offers to the community. Yeah, so like I mentioned, we do some direct assistance work, so like case management, um, like if you've got moms with newborns, a zero to three, we do parenting classes, um, we do... Um, uh, case management for families with children with disabilities mm -hmm. as well. Um, we do case management for unaccompanied minors, um, so folks who cross the border and their their children and they're they're by themselves. And so we help navigate systems for them. We do medical enrollment. Um, we offer mental health. Um, workshops and services. Um, one of our offerings is called Healing the Community, mm. and it's in its second iteration. And basically, we look at indigenous practices and um, try to meld that with current, uh, not current, with um, Western, I would say, um, practices, practices yeah. and framework. So, mm -hmm. you know, we recognize that in our communities, there are things like stress, anxiety, depression, but we don't call it that. Right. And so, but what do we do when we're feeling that kind of way? And it's usually um, some teas, usually it's like massages, it's um, things like that. So that's one of our offerings as well. And and then we still do the, the food distribution. We still do a diaper distribution and we're gearing up for a backpack distribution. Okay. Well, let's talk about that. Um, you're... Your big backpack giveaway, and you guys are raising money for that right now. Yeah, right now we we launched it at the beginning of the month, and it's going through June thirty first. And essentially, we're hoping to raise uh, ten thousand dollars for a thousand backpacks. Okay. Um, our distribution uh, started in two thousand eleven. Um, as a response to what we were seeing um, in community, we had students at the time, you know, going to school with like trash bags or like grocery bags. And so, oh. you know, we really wanted to step up and, and be able to provide um, these school supplies for our indigenous students. Mm -hmm. 
In studio with Genevieve Flores Haro, she's the associate director of MyCop. How can people in the community either donate or help out with your backpack project that you're working on now? Yeah, so folks can donate on our website, and that's uh, M-I-X. TECO.org. Click on Backpack Drive. We're also accepting um, school supplies. So if folks want to go out um, and purchase, you know, we're giving away backpacks from kinder all the way to university students. So whatever school supplies, um, you, you're more than welcome to purchase and then drop them off at our offices um, in Oxnard. Uh, we have three. So um, yeah, those are the ways that folks can get involved. Now we talked a little bit about my cop, but I want to go on to talk about all the other things that you do in the community because you are an active individual. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you're a board member for Diversity Collective. And I believe that's the way that I met you mm-hmm. um, working with the Pride um, events. Tell me about your work with Diversity Collective. Yeah, I've, I've been on the board with Diversity Collective for about five years now. And then I just stepped off from being board president, but I was board president from 2019 to 20. 22 this year um, and it was actually the first woman and woman of color to hold that that role mm. um, and so that work hasn't been around too too long it's been around since 2014 and and yeah I think it was important for me to get involved um, especially after the the pulse shootings that happened in 2016 yeah um, just to make sure that we have that representation in our LGBTQ spaces of people of color queer women and whatnot and so that's kind of what drew me to to get involved and then trying to support the organization as it as it's growing, right? I think when we think of nonprofits, we think of them as already established, um, but a lot of them are, you know, works in motion. And so really, you know, working to um, establish a more set budget, establish a strategic plan. We appointed our first executive director. Um, So all really good things against the backdrop of the pandemic, also trying to keep our doors open during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So, and now we're gearing up for Ventura County Pride. Um, And it's been really cool since the pandemic to see how like the city specific prides have popped up. Um, and really wanting to, to be that anchor and, and, and support for, for those uh, events as well. What exactly does um, the Diversity Collective, what does it do for the community? Yeah, so we're, we host um, uh, these events. So we host Ventura County Pride. We host AIDS Walk. Um, pre-pandemic, we had a gala. We would do mixers and just hold those spaces for community. Um, we uh, added programming in 2018, and so we're home to an HIV, AIDS, or education and prevention program where we offer monthly free confidential HIV tests. We do PrEP and PEP navigation, um, and then we have our different support groups. So we have our Rainbow Umbrella for our youth nine to or 13 to 22. We have little unicorns for our kids nine to 13. Mm-hmm. We have our men's group outspoken. We have a book club. Um, and yeah, just really like holding space for community in, in, in that respect. In studio with Genevieve Flores Haro, she's associate director of MyCop, but she has very many job titles, very involved in the community. You also are the president of 805 UndocuFund. Now tell me what that is. Yeah, so the 805 UndocuFund um, was launched in uh, January 2018 as a response to the Thomas fire Mm. and the Montecito mudslides um, because as we were seeing the disaster relief roll out in our county a lot of it was centered on like homeowners people who were um, you know directly impacted they had lost everything and and as as you know initial disaster relief should um, be focused Um, but as we were noticing uh, as as these things were getting rolled out we found that our undocumented community were, were left out 
yeah. uh, especially with the FEMA presence, especially with where things were getting placed in community. And a lot of our folks didn't qualify for any relief. And, you know, we had a, a family, I think 13 families in Santa Paula that, that lost their homes. Um, but outside of that, we noticed that a lot of our, our former families in particular, um, you know, they were getting sent home. They were getting sent home, so they were losing wages throughout the Thomas fire. Um, and then if we think about our landscaping and domestic worker families, you know, when those houses went up in flames, that's that's a job. Yeah. That's a job that they completely lost. And then, um, you know, the mudslides happened in 2018. And a lot of folks maybe not, are not aware, but there were a lot of um, people of color, immigrant families that were um, that were impacted by that, mm -hmm. um, whether it was they lost their lives or they lost their livelihood. And so we founded um, my cop, our partners at Cause, uh, Future Leaders of America, the McCune Foundation, uh, founded the Endocu Fund um, as that response, as that relief for these families that no one else was really looking at or looking um, to provide for. And so that initial response, we were able to provide $2 million in wow. um, relief for undocumented families. And we thought it was gonna be like a one and done thing. Yeah. And then like within a, less than a year, we had the Woolsey fire. Mm. And then I think that was 2018 and then 2019 we had, I think it was like an olive fire. Um, and then we had COVID. <laughs> <sighs> we had COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Then we had COVID. And, and so with COVID, you know, we gave up, gave out up to 6 million wow. in relief for undocumented families, both in Ventura and Santa Barbara County. Um, so it's, it's been a heavy lift. Um, and we recently incorporated as a nonprofit um, in December, 2021. <sighs> You got a lot going on, a lot going on, Genevieve, a lot. But you are working very hard in the community to help the marginalized communities, people that don't have voices. Wow, you gave me, kind of gave me chills right now. Like, whoa. It's, yeah, that's, it's, it's a lot. And, and, you know, kind of what you said earlier, it's, it's not just, I, I'm thankful that it's not just me carrying the work. I, yeah. I'm thankful that there's, there's teams, right? There's mm -hmm. teams behind all these efforts um, and folks that I'm very fortunate to be able to do this work with. Yeah. Like um, a real like team effort and a lot of people that from the community that just care mm -hmm. about what's going on. And you don't always need to stand up and like fight and yell and scream. Sometimes you just have to get to work, yeah, you know, exactly. and I see that. And speaking with Genevieve Flores Haro, she's Associated Director of MyCop. She is a board member for a diversity collective. She's a president of 805 and DocuFund. And they are also a volunteer for Planned Parenthood. Yeah. And big news recently with the reversal of Roe versus Wade. Yeah. So how has that impacted the work that you've doing with Planned Parenthood? Yeah, I mean, I think prior to the reversal of Roe versus Wade, uh, there was concerns around like federal funding and, and will we have funding for the clinics that are here? Um, we, we just opened a clinic in South Oxnard. Uh -huh. We've got a clinic in Th Thousand Oaks. Um, so that was that concern. Um, and then since the reversal, it's been more so like, okay, like we're here. Um, we know that there's a bunch of legislation coming from the state to to protect um, yes. the work that Planned Parenthood is doing, um, not just the abortion work, but the preventative care work, the reproductive justice care work. Yeah, that's where people get it messed up. Yeah. I really feel like they yeah. only see Planned Parenthood as a place where women can go get abortions. Exactly. But it's not just that. It's it's a, a real resource for affordable health care, private health care for sometimes women don't the ability to um, take care of their bodies. They don't have autonomy like their partners 
kind of regulate that. Talk a little bit about that because I'm getting frustrated <laughs> <laughs> and you seem to be way more. <laughs> yeah, no, and, it, and it's it's totally true, right? A lot of it is like that preventative care. It's, it's um, you know, pap smears. It's looking out for like cervical cancer, HPV yes. and whatnot. And if we think about, for example, like just thinking about how like my, my worlds intersect, like for our undocumented community here in California, they barely got access to Medi-Cal, unrestricted Medi-Cal, but mm. that's not going to be put in place until 2024, I believe. Wow. So if you're 26 to 49 and you're undocumented in California, you fall outside of Medi-Cal. You don't have access to it. You don't, you don't so have care. You don't have health care at, all. at all. Yeah. And so resources like Planned Parenthood, at least for our women, are able to to provide that. And even for our men, for like STD checks, STI right. checks, um, at least there is that hub for them to see services you know preventative services right yeah um so with the reversal of world versus weight i know that the city of oxnard has stepped up as a kind of as a beacon or um were you actually in attendance at the last city council meeting meeting i, I wasn't able to make it um mm -hmm. as you can <laughs> yeah you're kind of busy <laughs> a little just bit. a little busy a little bit yeah <laughs> um but you know it was great to see um council woman Vianney lopez step up um she's been very vocal um and i love when she speaks about it because she says as a woman as a latina as a catholic like, uh, this is important and this matters. And I think that's particularly powerful, especially for folks who maybe are using um, their religion as a way to kind of force their ideology on, on the issue. And so to see the city of Oxnard step up in that way and to see our allies on council and in the men, right, I think is great. And I'm curious about the implementation of it. What does it look like? I know it's not dollars, like there's definitely not do city dollars mm -hmm. attached to it, but you know, what is this going to mean as far as like folks feeling safe? Um, it reminded me a lot in, of in 2017 when we passed the sanctuary city in Oxnard as well. Yeah. And just like what a relief that was for our immigrant community. And so like people, are like oh it's symbolic it's whatever yes it can be and it also matters and yeah. also because it shows our residents like we care and we're here for you and we're going to stand by you whatever that means mm. oh genevieve flores harrow i don't know how you do all that you do with the, the amount of time there is in a day it makes me want to work harder <laughs> But uh, thank you for being on All Things 805 and to sharing your story. Is there anything that you would like to add about the work that you're doing? Or Yeah, I think um, I think a lot of folks are just like, well, how or why? And, and I think for me, it's also about having a really good support system at home. I'm really thankful for my wife, Sade, um, for my brothers, my family. And so it's nice to, to be able to come home and just like be, you know, and just... Um, you know, just be. And so this wouldn't be possible without like her support and without um, my family support. And, you know, it's it's important um, work. And I, I try to do things that, you know, matter. I try to do things that reflect like my different identities that I carry. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, hopefully this is my little, as they say, my little grain of sand. Um, yeah. And hopefully, you know, it, it makes a difference somewhere. Well, I, I it's not a grain of sand. It's a pebble into the water. Right. Mm -hmm. And it ripples out. And I think you're throwing a boulder out there. <laughs> it's not just a little pebble. It's a boulder, baby. Just boulder. Toss that boulder in there yeah. and let it ripple out. Um, thank you so much, Genevieve, for being here. Also, one more time, give out the information on how people can help out with your uh, backpack drive that you're doing for my cop. Yeah, so our backpack drive, you can donate um, at misteco.org. So that's M-I-X-T-E-C-O dot O-R-G. And just click the backpack drive. 
Um, or you can purchase any kind of school supplies, like I mentioned, um, pens, highlighters, backpacks, um, crayons, notebooks, notebooks mm-hmm. um, whatnot, and you can drop them off at any of our offices. Um, I'm at the office that's 200 West 5th Street on Oxnard. And so, yeah, you can drop off those supplies there. And we're accepting supplies and donations through July 31st. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, if anyone wants to contact you directly, do you want to give out something? Not yeah. really? <laughs> if folks want to contact me directly, um, my number is 805 302 one nine one two. Oh, you gave out the number. I was just thinking in social media or something. But, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 myself. the direct line. That's the line. All right. Thank you so much, Genevieve. Thank you so much. Still on the way on all things eight oh five is my community calendar of events and Sapia Tone Music Collective is featured in the All Things Eight O Five Artist Spotlight. Don't you go nowhere. Keep it here to All Things Eight O Five, part of the Allen Network. You should have been downtown. The people are rising. We thought it was a lockdown. They opened the fire. Them bullets was flying. Who said it was a lockdown? Goddamn lie. Oh my, time heals all, but you out of time now. Judge gotta watch us from the clock tower. Little tear gas cleared the whole place out. I'll be back with the hazmat for the next round. We was trying to protest and the fires broke out. Look out for the secret agents, they be planted in the crowd. Set a civil unrest, but you sleep so sound like you don't hear the scream. It's all things 805, connecting community, culture, and climate of Ventura County and beyond. I'm your host, Miss Alanette. Thank you wherever, whenever, however, and wherever you are listening to this show right now. You are appreciated, and I hope you are having a wonderful day thus far. And it's time for all things 805, community calendar of events. Just a few things going on in Ventura County and beyond that you might want to get involved with. Here we go. 805 Resistance is having a back-to-school supply drive for the East County. So this means that they're working in cities like Simi Valley and Moore Park. They'll be collecting school supplies, gift cards, and cash donations at the following locations. Um, Saturday, July 30th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Lemon Park. That's 3700 Avenida Avenue in Simi Valley. And on Sunday, July 31st, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., they'll be at Magnolia Park, 296 Charles Street in the city of Moore Park my old stomping grounds. Let's make sure our students have what they need to succeed. Now, if you would like to get involved and help out with the back to school supply for the East County, make sure you follow 805 Resistance on Instagram. And make sure you save the date because the Port of Wainimi's Banana Festival is coming back September 24th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Admission is free and there'll be lots of fun for you to get into. And for more information, you can go to BananaPortFest.com or follow the Banana Festival's Instagram at BananaPortFest. And all summer long, the Oxnard Police Activities League, Oxnard Pal, are hosting community cinema nights. On different dates, you can check out movies outside in our local parks. For a full lineup of the movies being offered and the dates, be sure to go to the Oxnard Recreation and Community Services Instagram page at Oxnard Rec. 
The county of Ventura is hosting a military and veteran job fair and expo on Saturday, August 20th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. This will be held at the Ventura County Office of Education, 5100 Adolfo Road in the city of Camarillo. Now, this is a free event. And if you need more information, go to at County of Ventura on Instagram. And the next Oxnard Recreation and Community Services Rolling the Night Away Skate Night will be August 12th. Admission is free for the skate night and it'll be held on the very top of the downtown Oxnard parking structure from 6 to 9 p.m. on August 12th. And for that night, the theme is 80s and I'll be playing all of your favorite 80s jams for you to skate to. You can go to our Instagram for more information all.things.805. And we are getting closer to Sleep Out Oxnard to help the homeless. On August 6th and 7th, it's a 24-hour event where we're asking you to stand in solidarity with our unhoused population and sleep out Oxnard to raise awareness and funds to assist with the needs of the unhoused community of Oxnard. Now you can start a team, sponsor, volunteer, or donate at sleepoutventuracounty.org. And we hope to see you on August 6th through 7th, 10 a.m. to 10 a.m. at Oxnard High School for Sleep Out Oxnard. And that's just a few things going on in Ventura County and beyond the All Things 805 Community Calendar of Events. And if you would like to submit your event to get mentioned on the show please send us an email at all things 805 radio at gmail.com or feel free to dm us on our instagram page at all.things.805 with the information about your event and we'll spread the word coming up next is my interview with sapia tone music collective they're featured in the all things 805 artist spotlight that's next Yes, this is cool. Um, in studio right now as part of the Allen Network, the 805 Artist Spotlight in studio right now with, is it Sepia Tone? Sepia. Se- so I don't know. Like, E's are weird for me. Sepia, mm. Sepia, Sepia. Everybody gets it wrong. Sepia. Everyone sepia. gets it wrong. Sepia. Sepia, sepia Tone. Yeah. Even Bill half the time says <laughs> it's it. It's like there's an A, but there's no Bill. He's dyslexic. Oh, well, I thank do. you so much for joining me. Um, all. Can, can Nate explain what the Sepia Means. Okay, yes, Sapia. please. Oh, Excuse me, I don't need to be I mean. here for the interview. He's got it. Okay, so go ahead and explain what it means. Sapia oh my god, Sepia Tone is a kind of film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's a filter. If you guys go on Instagram, is what it looks like. You guys on Instagram swiping through filters, there's one on there called Sapia. Sapia Tone. Tone. Yes. That's us. We I did don't. that. Yeah, yeah. We did that. <laughs> you made it. You made it yourself. We did. We did indeed. I'm so glad we straightened that out. Okay, great. Yeah. I thought it was some kind of sewer product. I, I mean, don't I, tell them we did. I thought it had some <laughs> deep meaning. No, it's just a filter that we That's put right. up on ourselves. When, when you're, you're editing something, <laughs> oh, everybody yeah. needs a filter. It was his idea. Well, anyway, it was a good idea. Um, it has deep meaning. There you go. Yeah, let's go ahead no, and and kind of have you guys go around the room and introduce yourself and what spot you hold in the band and. How and then maybe can somebody can share the story about how you guys came together or are you a family band or it happened one night yeah <laughs> one, night. one dark and stormy night oh no okay. Ventura County let's start let's start right here to my left please hello well, okay it's, uh, the dad Ryan Sinclair 
Uh-huh. These are my boys, uh, Nate Sinclair, Johnny Sinclair, and my other boy, Bill Schneider. <laughs> okay, he well. He is a great guitar me. player. So you guys basically are a family band. We, yeah, are, we started out as just the three of us, actually, about six years ago, uh-huh. going into the studio we have in the backyard and just uh, for something to do on Wednesday nights and get together and spend some time together, quality time, and just turned into something else that, that we just love and can't get enough of, I guess. We recorded our first album uh, two years ago, I guess, maybe. Three, yeah, two or three two years, and years ago. years ago. We did that at Lion City Studios, and it's called Walking the Dog. It's on Spotify and our uh, our website. It just it turned into something else, you know. We just kept on writing. We have a whole other album ready to go. And, All right. Uh, that's what we've been working on recently yeah. is uh, a whole bunch of new songs. And um, so, and I got a new song years. that I'm going to play. Yeah, from and we you have guys, a new right? uh, single release called Chemical Mind. Uh, we made a little video and yeah. <laughs> okay, so what would that project be named when you have you guys picked a name for your new project coming out? Not yet. Not yet. Not releasing any secrets. No secrets. No. no. Not yet. No. It's a little Same more program. surf rock than, surf. We, than we have uh, been going recently, but uh, over the last few years. But uh, it's a little heavier, a little grungier. Know, grungier what is okay? Please stuff. explain to me kind of what that genre <laughs> is. Like, what is surf rock? Well, like, what is that? Let's let one of these boys explain. Yeah, that. come on, young Anything kids. That a surfer participates. Yeah, in. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's very true. All right. If you feel like you'd see it in a in a '90s surf film, it's probably surf rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you know it's a little mix of rock, uh, punk rock, reggae. Yeah. Yeah. You know, good good feeling music. You know, mm-hmm. stuff that comes from the heart, and you know, it's just uh, great rock music. I would say. I mean, it's surf rock started way back, probably in what the fifties or sixties. Fifties, yeah, it got pretty Dale big. Yeah. yeah. Dick Dale. We play, of course, a little bit of our own style, so it's not ex- mm-hmm. exactly like the surf rock style from then. But yeah. uh, it's just the feeling, I think, is what it is really. So the feeling a surfer gets. The genre has this <laughs> Plus kind we're of beach bums. <laughs> yeah, you beach bums. Oh yeah. Oh, Born and raised here in Ventura? Are Absolutely. We, yeah, 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 everybody. Natives, yeah. So, Dad, you're just like, hey, I, I want to play music with my kids. or yeah. yeah. Well, I've been playing for a long time. I'm originally a drummer mm-hmm. since maybe about steady at, at about 15, I guess. I played in quite a few bands, quite a few projects with Bill here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one project called the Hellhounds. We were a blues band. It was really good. I've always encouraged them to play. I bought Nate his first bass uh, when we lived in Oxnard. So, Nate is a bass player? He's the bass player. Hi, He's Nate. amazing. Hi, Nate. <laughs> so, and then you are. I'm the drummer. You're the yeah. drummer. So he took over your old role as the yeah, drummer. He did. He yes. well, that's how it started. I like got home from school that day and went inside, and then Nate's like, "Hey, you want to play music?" And I was like, "Um, sure. What am I gonna play?" And he's like, "You're gonna play drums." So I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Let's yeah. try it. And I sat I down, and then he taught me everything I know. <laughs> we wrote our first song, and we still play that same song to this day. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's, it's actually one of our greatest songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's what is that song? If I do say so myself. It's called All Together Now. All Together Now. a little bit of reggae and rock. So you guys have been playing together for a while now. And so what are your, like, go-to venues out here in Ventura? The beach. Like, the beach. The beach. <laughs> you just pull up to the beach? <laughs> we do, yeah. actually, very often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we play a lot with the generator and just... Actually, during the uh, beginning of COVID, uh, the pandemic, the pandemic uh, yeah. we were doing like uh, some birthday parties and 
in the just back of the truck. random parties in the back of our truck. We just mm-hmm. pull out front, out front, and there'd be you know groups of people in different yards all, all through these little cul-de-sacs and mm-hmm. neighborhoods, and right. we just put on a show in the back of the truck for an hour or two, and just have a great time. And we did that yeah. for about a couple months, for a while, few months, yeah, maybe six months of different shows, and uh, it kind of just became that thing on Father's Day at uh, the top of Surfers Point. We call it Pipes. Uh-huh. And the dirt parking lot. And we just set up and just played all day. And we made a whole bunch of food and went surfing and had a great time. So that's mostly what it's a, that's a, so that the really, most important part. That really team, is yeah. like uh, surf rock, right? That's yeah. just yeah. like a vibe and just like pulling up. Don't or go it's the energy. With your guitar on, <laughs> yeah. huh? Don't go surfing with your guitar. Yeah, please might don't do that. Where is there anywhere that we can come and catch you guys play soon? Like, like if... I mean, we'll just have to follow you on the gram or follow you yeah. on just to see where you're going to yeah. be next. Or you can, you can follow us on uh, Sapia Tone Music Collective mm-hmm. on Instagram mm-hmm. or check our websites for any uh, shows that we're going to post. Thank but you. right now, we've just been concentrating on our new set and recording and experimenting. And uh, we played a lot downtown, a lot actually, over the last year. We played probably almost once a month on the downtown stage uh-huh. at the top of California Street. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Moves on Main Street. We have mm-hmm. a great time playing there. Well, I got to find out where the next show is going to yeah. be. If well, you're just secret, like yeah. popping it's up constantly, places. It's <laughs> constantly a mystery. That's kind of how we roll. I mean, the next show could just be out the back of my big yellow van if I yeah, set yeah, it, it up, right? It I mean, technically, our last show was in the parking lot before we yeah, came in here. Right, exactly. You guys were jamming <laughs> in the parking lot. I was like, I was sitting here um, and like, uh. You got to so pass the time somehow. Should I just bring my equipment outside? I don't know what they're doing. We're getting warmed up. Yeah, they were. They're getting warmed up to talk right now. But um, (laughs) (laughs) really appreciate you guys coming on. It's 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 been a lot of fun. But I want you to tell me um, more about this new project that you guys are working on, and when do you uh, uh, hope to release it, and so people can look out for it. Yeah. End of summer. Two years. Probably in the summer, I think. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. because we have a few that are almost done, and then we we have to record another handful more. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it'll take a little time. Okay, what do you think is different about this project in comparison to your last one? What was it? Walk the dog. You said walking the dog. Walking the dog. So what do you think is, is different as you guys are developing this project? How does it feel? You I think know, our different? songwriting has uh, become more together. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, cohesive? You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> Overall, we've become more cohesive. Yeah. I mean, instead of playing drums for two years, I've now been playing drums for five years. Uh, so Six years. Six years now. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you guys are brothers so you can just correct each other and it's not a problem. Six years. Come on, get it together, yeah. brother. Yeah, fine. They have to remind me of my age all the time. Yeah. If we can remember it. Jeez. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> Set himself up. All right. Well, I'm so awesome to have Sepia Tone. Sepia? Sapia. Sapia. Yeah. Oh, my it's like God. Just, it's like there's an A, but there's a But I, I keep seeing the E, sapia tone, like the one that you find on Instagram. I think, Bill, says, I think Bill occasionally says sepatone. Sepatone? Which It sounds pretty good, actually. It's spelled sepia or sepia tone. Sepia, sapia. 
Sepia. It might just be. It might be the surf accent. Uh, you don't have to uh, say. You just gotta come watch. But you can let them know where they can find you, so they can oh, actually yeah, find you to come watch you. Since you guys yeah. are just like really a pop up band, so yeah. give out the we social enjoy media. popping up. Yeah, we. Uh, you guys can find us on Instagram at Sepiatone Music Collective. Okay. Look it up. Spell it for us. Because yeah. spell it out. All right. Let's yeah, see. I was never good at spelling bees. All right. I A T O N E S E P A S I C Sapia Tone. Oh, that is correct. Collective. <laughs> and so you guys have given me one of your jams, actually, so that I can play it right now. You can listen to it in the off, car. Off of your brand new project set to be released, hopefully, by the end of summer, mm-hmm. right? So you can yeah. keep the it's summer stoke going. Yeah. So what is this jam called? Introduce it for me, one of you lovely folks here in studio with me. This is a Chemical Mind. All right, off the project. They won't give me any secrets, but I'm going to play it for you right now. So, hey, is this a world premiere? It's actually not a world it premiere. It is a world premiere. It is a world premiere? It is now. It's a Ventura premiere. It's a Ventura world premiere. Oh, there you go. It is for these people. I love that kind of stuff. So, let's do it. Here is Chemical Mind, Sepia Tone. Sepia Sepia Tone. <laughs> Oh, 
from Sapia Tone Music Collective on All Things 805. I'd like to say thank you so much to our guest, Sapia Tone Music Collective, for hanging out with me on the show, as well as Genevieve Flores Haro, the Associate Director of MyCop. That lady is a busy one, boy. She stays busy with taking care of our people. I really appreciate all the work that she's doing. And if you have a message, an event resources, information that you need to get out to the people of Ventura County. Be a guest on All Things 805. Send an email to our producer, Nancy Rodriguez, at allthings805radio at gmail.com, and she will schedule you to get on the show. Again, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to All Things 805. You are really a blessing to me, and I hope that you got connected or you learned something today or you got some information that was needed. And remember, spread the word. I need more people. We need to get connected. So as long as you're spreading the word to one person and that person tells the next person, and that's how All Things 805 gets heard so that we can all be connected and get our community being the best that we possibly can do. I need your help. So spread the word if you can. And whenever, however, wherever you are listening, maybe you might be listening on the podcast. You can do that on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. You can go to anchor.fm forward slash Network A-L-Y-N-E-T-T-E work if you would like to listen to past episodes of all things 805 or share episodes with a friend or family member or someone who needs to get connected. I appreciate that too. I'm Miss Alanette. I'm your host for all things 805. I hope that you have a blessed rest of your day. And remember, I love you. It's all things 805 connecting community, culture, and climate of Ventura County and beyond. Part of the Allen Network. You should have been downtown. The people are rising. We thought it was a lockdown. They opened the fire.
them bullets was flying. Who said it was a lockdown? Goddamn lie. Oh my, time heals all, but you out of time now. Judge gotta watch us from the clock tower. Little tear gas cleared the whole place out. I'll be back with the hazmat for the next round. We was trying to protest and the fires broke out. Look out for the secret agents, they be planted in the crowd. Set a civil unrest, but you sleep so sound. Like you don't hear the screams when we catching beat down. Staying quiet when they're killing, but you speak loud when we ride. Got opinions coming from a place of privilege. Sicker than the COVID, how they did them on the ground. Speaking of the COVID, is it still going around? Why won't you tell me about the looting? What's that really all about? Cause they throw away black lives like paper towels plus unemployment rate. What? 40 million now, killed a man in broad day, might never see a trial. We just wanna break chains like slaves in the south. Started in the north end, but we in the downtown. Riot cops try to block, now we got a showdown. You should have been downtown. The people are rising. We thought it was a lockdown. They opened the fire. The bullets were flying. Who said it was a 